Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys and gals. How you doing? We'll review another Indonesian horror movie. And this time it's The Queen of, sorry, the Queen of Black Magic. And let me also mention, I did review the original one a few years back, and I highly enjoyed the original ones. I know something about Indonesian horror movies in this era, they're kind of making their own work lately. Just like any other country doing horror remakes, what else is new, right? This is one of them, and I did review Satan's Slaves, the original. I'm not sure I reviewed the remake, though. Hmm. Well, anyway, besides that, The Queen of Black Magic, how does it hold up to, to the original? I can tell you this, the two stories are totally different from the original. Um, that doesn't intertwine, it's not a sequel, it's not a re- I don't know if I could count it as a remake or a reboot, because the only thing that's different is just they borrowed the title from the original, and when you look at the end credits, it kind of pays homage to the original movie, though, at the end credits, even though the two movies are kind of different, just with the same title, right? But if I have to pick one, I say the original is the best, in my opinion. But as for the sequel, I give credit for story and plot twist. But why is it, is it me again? Why do Indonesian horror movies have to have a setting where there's a bunch of orphanage and the horror takes place in the orphanage for some reason? With orphan kids from the past that something went wrong and it affects them in the future pretty much in the present age. But um, Queen of Black Man, I, like I said, I give credit, you know, because I feel like it was well done in my opinion. It kind of has like a slow pace here and there. But um, to get to the point, it's about these orphan kids that got invited to come back to their own to come back to their old orphanage where they grew up from, and they all grew up. They all have families, you know, loved ones, pretty much. And as as the build up goes on, they like the three guys that grew up in the orphanage and meet meet up with other kids that were, grew up with them also. They start knowing something crazy going around, especially with the kids. Start knowing something creepy, um, something like a old witchy woman running around. You have flashback about this woman that burned down her kids by you burned down the three orphan kids by using black magic. Um they also spot a bus with a bunch of dead children. And then you start wondering like, okay, what the hell's going on? You know, it's kinda weird, it's, it's confusion. Uh, so it takes a long build up to the movie to figure out what the plot twist is, who's behind it. Um why is this going on with this with these with these often often kids that grew up? Why is this happening? And do they and do they deserve it? Once you find out the truth about what goes on and why the often what what happened in the past and often with these often children, um, I'm trying not to spoil it because I felt like I give credit for plot twists. You know, I give credit for what's going on. And a lot of these initial horror movies always have a plot twist. Then I said to myself again. What else is new in horror movies? There's a lot of horror movies in different countries which you have to have a plot twist. 
and you don't want to spoil it because you guys and gals it takes you away from your experience you know and I don't want to do that now as for the blood and gore yeah there's death scenes um, but I don't feel like it's it's graphic but not as graphic as other horror movies you have seen it's not as graphic as May the Devil Take You 1 and 2 how graphic that is even though they bought stuff from Evil Dead so blood and gore reason um, it's, it has its moments but it's not like really all that to be honest with you there's special effects with bugs and melt-a-peas especially with the melt-a-peas I'd be like yo you're going back to the Shaw Brothers day with the Hong Kong horror when they always have melt a you know in horror movies in back in the 80s with the camps you know um, the Queen of Black Magic I, I kind of like it for the plot twist um, I feel like it's nothing special at the same time will I rewatch it again no, but I do highly recommend we watch or watch the original version, the original movie from the early 80s, which I highly recommend. And I know, even though the two movies have different story and plot lines, it was totally two different movies between the original and between this one, which borrows the title from the original. I highly recommend you guys check the original than this one. To me, this movie is actually just a one-time watch. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't feeling it like that, but I did enjoy some parts of it. And I'll peace out and see you later, guys and gals.